Welcome everybody, this is episode 40 of Running 44 at 60, this is Trevor Lee. Now on today's show I've got Lee Cooper with me. Now Lee is a health and nutrition expert. And that's going to be great for all you runners who think you're going to just pile into Christmas and Boris lets you out and eat and all, drink all that stuff. So Lee's hopefully going to persuade you that you can do lots of things to be great with your health and nutrition over this period. So Lee, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. Pleasure to be here. Now, would you like to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and, uh, and, and where you've got to and what you're up to at the moment? Yeah, I'd love to. So um, back about 10 to 15 years ago, I started my journey as a personal trainer, group fitness instructor. And I, I've always been into my running and I was fortunate enough to run the, the London Marathon once. Never again, uh, I might add. And then... Um, <laughs> Everyone my... says that. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what the future holds, though? Um, and yeah, and I then sort of went into into yoga, but fitness has always been a real part of my life and, and running as well. And uh, more recently, to bring people up to date, I'm, as you mentioned, I'm a, a health coach now. So my, my speciality is nutrition and sort of coaching people holistically which i hate using that word because it's not descriptive but um sort of looking at other aspects of people's life to really dig deep so for example people that um are struggling to eat healthy or maybe have a sweet tooth it's looking at yes it's giving the people the information of what is good to eat but also looking into why why is that person having a problem with with that sugary tooth what can we do to really sort of break that that cycle that negative pattern and so that today is is where i'm at i'm an online health coach so uh, i've got more scope to kind of reach a, a global audience i still enjoy running um yeah my passion is is just to really um kind of ignite that passion in others to to keep running and um, to keep healthy but also to live a life with passion really because i think we can bog down with the the fundamentals of life like just paying bills so yeah Sounds like uh, part of your role is being a motivational coach as well to make people go with this and follow it through and keep it going. Yeah, definitely. It's you're absolutely right. Um, it's asking the right questions and for other people to sort of when you ask the right questions, people think, oh, OK, I, I see a link now between my my exercising and my eating or my unhealthy eating and my thought patterns. Um, so, yeah, yeah, you're right. It is about <laughs> motivating <laughs> so have you got have you got some things on like your unhealthy eating list which you're always trying to persuade people to give up or, or cut down on or things like that yeah yeah so one of the things that um i'm always trying to get people to do and i, I think there's a there's a real confusion here so i'm very much pro uh plant-based uh diets but people get confused and they think oh, okay it's it's the absolute of, of meat and it means I've got to go vegan it means that I can't have dairy or eggs and cheese and it's actually not about that at all I my focus is actually on uh, the abundance of more vegetables more plant-based food so it's not necessarily someone that loves their meat that's I, I'm all for that if you enjoy that it's a big part of your life I'm just trying to get people to have more vegetables and if you're anything like me I absolutely absolutely hate vegetables and so um what i do is i have a lot of smoothies 
um, and I stick things like bananas or avocado, pineapple, um, apple, I use either coconut milk or um, coconut water. So it has that nice sort of texture and it's, it's very sweet, but it's getting all those greens. It's really the, the green leafy vegetables. It's all the stuff that your mum used to tell you when you were younger to, to eat that you, you never really want to eat. But that's really the stuff that gives us our, our longevity and it is going to really help, particularly from a runner's point of view, if you're thinking of kind of um, your performance improve that but also reduce your your recovery time and and make you less prone to, to things like injury so that would be the green leaf veg or any veg <laughs> <laughs> great stuff and um lee do you find i mean do you do you find with runners though that they tend to have this maybe this attitude as well as long as i'm running loads it doesn't really matter what i eat yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, I can really relate to that because for, as I say, for 15 years of my life, it was my focus on fitness. And I, I really, I could get away with eating. I had very much lived off caffeine and all these processed foods. And then as I got older, I, I, I didn't realize until sort of the last sort of two or three years is how it impacts not only your physical health, but also your, your mental health, your emotions and your mindset. And there's a massive, massive link to that. Um, you know, it's, it's amazing how foods can release uh, things like serotonin and dopamine. And kind of that's where we want to be in life. We want to be these happy, healthy individuals rather than feeling lethargic. And, and, all, and also a lot of the time feeling running off adrenaline isn't always healthy either. So food really affects our mood. And, and that's a, a big takeaway. That so I like. um, one of the foods I want to really ask you about, I'm intrigued by your knowledge on is bread. And the reason I'm going to ask you about bread is because <laughs> in, a, in a former business life, I went to a lot of events, a lot of conferences and meetings. And at lunchtime, they would roll out the sandwiches, you know, and, um, and we, um, you know, we were all, you know, we usually tuck in because you're, you feel a lot hungrier when you've been doing nothing, I find sometimes. And, um, and so you'd eat all these sandwiches. And after lunch, it was a complete nightmare because I'm like sitting in the, you know, sitting, listening, and I'm oh, trying to stay awake and all that. And it took me a long time to work out that was there a correlation between the fact that I'd eaten all these sandwiches and I was feeling really lethargic after lunch? And is, is that true? Yeah, it's, it's a really good point. So there's, there's so much more evidence now. And, um, Things like bread, refined um, foods, processed foods, so anything that's not really natural, anything that's not from the ground, anything, you know, live foods, anything that's the opposite of that, particularly bread, it's got gluten in. And uh, so what happens is, is we also, there's something called the, the glycemic index load. And this is the measurement of your blood sugar in response to what you're eating. So something like bread, um, it's going to spike those your blood sugar quite high uh, very, very quickly. So it's like a, a quick fix solution. But you'll find that you won't feel very satisfied. So you'll probably feel like after eating the sandwich, you could eat another one. Mm, um, <laughs> and, the, and the energy levels drop. So um, it's, it's a tough one because, you know, the, and then came in uh, sourdough bread which everybody and rye bread and i definitely say if you can switch to those things they're better they're definitely much better than just um ordinary bread but if you can it's trying to it's trying to actually eat less um less of those things and, and more sort of whole grains so if you are going for 
for bread or pasta. It's getting more um, whole meal uh, pastas, whole wheat pastas. So you're getting the whole grain, with, you're getting the good stuff. Because what they tend to do without going into to great and uh, boring detail at time is they take away they take away the good stuff and they just leave you with um, what's left is is very uh, there's very little nutrition left in it and it very much does spike the blood sugars. So it's about getting as much nutrient dense food into your body as possible. So tell us a little bit about your your business venture, being an online nutrition coach and health coach. So how does that how does that work? How do, how do people interact with you, and what's the process? Yeah, great question. So um, I mean, this is a new thing for me now going online. But um, essentially, it's a, if you're working with me one to one, it's a six month process, and the reason for that is because. Uh, we now know having uh, work and I myself having coached with people before is that that's the, this kind of time frame where people have the opportunity to mess up, to try things. Does this work? No. Okay. We need to rejig. So that's why six months with me and I meet up with people twice in that month and for two 50 minute consultations. So each time we meet like how you and I are meeting via zoom or we can use other platforms forms and uh, that's where our, our coaching takes place and that's over a period of six months and I focus on it's funny really because take for example a, a lot of the obvious health related goal that people come to see me is, is weight loss you know um, but really weight weight gain if you like is a is a symptom it's it's not so we're looking at the symptom okay so why why is this person overweight what's causing their the fat around the abdomen so yes i will coach people with nutrition and i give them a lot of resources i also give them a lot of um exercises and tasks to do so never more than three things in in one month to focus on um to so that they're really empowering themselves they're taking the ball by the horns and, and trying these things and seeing if they work and how effective they are but definitely looking looking for the root cause i guess is what i'm trying to say behind the the, the bread consumption <laughs> so so if i when i've had my first 50 minute consultation with you do i go away with a, a plan then um to uh, uh, you know to implement is that is that kind of yes. how works, so, so what happens is i offer um a free uh, initial consultation so a lot of that is just me asking lots of questions uh, i have a, a health history forms that are on my website so you can just fill it really easy to fill in and uh, that, that health consultation will be taking up with just really I'm like a detective I'm trying to ask you lots of questions to really find out what you're about and really what your health related goal is so if it is weight loss I mean that's not a really exciting goal so what is that weight loss going to give you when you finally lose weight what is, how is it going to make you feel really getting to the root of the things. And then afterwards we'd come up with, so most of the time people decide that they want to work with me for the, for the six months to so say twice a month. And each, each time I keep a, uh, one to three things to either change or implement. And so it's very, very varied for uh, someone that's perhaps more specific. They want to improve their running performance, but they perhaps they've got injuries from running and they want, they want to work on that but they want to increase their time uh, that perhaps they've got a race coming up then we'll be very very specific on that and i'll give them a couple of things in their diet that they can change but also it might be that actually we, we look at other things like whether it's meditation whether it's breathing exercises 
whether it's looking at yoga. So this quite, it encompasses quite a lot of, of uh, areas of one's life. Absolutely. Well, wow. that sounds really interesting. And I'll, I mean, when you talked about, you mentioned weight loss and things like that, but I mean, it's one of the challenges, uh, frankly, that generally uh, as a nation, you know, talking about the UK, we just ultimately just eat too much of, and we eat too much of the wrong things. Yeah, I think the problem is, is really we know what we should and should be eating, but we everybody's looking for that quick fix. So we're very much drawn and attracted to things like that, the Atkins diet, the paleo diet, this tablet, this regime. And what happens is, is all is diets don't work for start because you will lose weight. Um, because like anything, if you reduce your calorie intake or your fat intake, you're going to lose weight, but it's not sustainable. It's not a program or a way of eating or a lifestyle that is sustainable. So what normally happens is people then end up putting on more weight than when they first started. So it's actually about people don't necessarily like this. It's, it's actually about making small subtle changes that that people are able to then sustain and that there's longevity and then we find that people get the results and then they're like great what else can I do now what else how else can I improve myself but yeah you're right <laughs> we do we do eat more and we move less so we often hear in the press you know and uh the, the word superfood has been banded around um in in the last few years so do you have any sort of uh, of your own favorite superfoods that you could recommend to our listeners Lee? Yeah, definitely. So um, I have wheatgrass and it's so cheap and easy to buy. It's a powder. And um, the, the, just very, very briefly, why do I have wheatgrass? So a lot of the, uh, the Western diet, we're very, very much acidic. And uh, we have something, uh, a pH balance in our body, which should be sitting at 7.4. But, but due to lifestyle, due to stress on the body and, and mental stress, um, and also food choices, we end up being highly acidic. And that can actually make us store fat as well, uh, make us very prone to inflammation in the body. That's why we start to get more injuries and things like that. So by having uh, wheatgrass, I have it in the mornings or sometimes uh, a few times a day. Uh, I mix it with water. It's a powder form. Um, this dis- disrupts the uh, balance, the pH balance in my body. So it's moving me towards being more alkaline. And this is where I want to be. I want to be more towards that 7.4 on that scale because that's where I know that I'm going to start using my fat stores. I'm not going to be so prone to inflammation in the body. I'm going to recover better. Um, the other one that's a great one that can go into smoothies, which is so easy to make, is cacao powder, raw cacao powder or Powder. And the good thing about these powders is you can get them from all the supermarkets. You can even get them from the, the more low cost supermarkets like the Lidl's and the Aldi's of the world. So you don't have to, to necessarily go to all these posh uh, places that are got a, a big tag on them um, and goji berries. So they were, those would be sort of three. Definitely people with a sweet tooth and, and uh, are looking for a quick fix of something as they come in. You can either have them on cereal or make energy bars. Great stuff. Great stuff. And, uh, you know, Christmas is coming. So is, are there any particular, you know, foods that people can, uh, you know, really in, uh, help, you know, enjoy eating lots of during Christmas? Or are there things that you, you'd say, oh, try and avoid that? 
Yeah, that's I, I think, um, you know, if you can, like we, we have so many nice vegetables that come out, you know, the Brussels sprouts. I'm not a fan personally. I love things like parsnips. And so enjoy the vegetables um, and by all means, you know, indulge. But look at portion sizes. Uh, I think that's the I, I can't remember what the statistics are of how uh, many calories are in a Christmas dinner and how, um, you know, we all have that coma at the end. So it's it, no one really enjoys that, do they? I mean, we enjoy it when we're eating it. So th- just reduce the portion size. And uh, if you can increase the, the veggie intake and less on the on the on the meat and the, and the roast potatoes and, and Yorkshire puddings, still have them but just not in such vast quantity and, and get out there and move the body. I, I love nothing more than on Christmas day going for a nice jog. I, I just, I think it's great. Get out there and go for a run. <laughs> okay, great stuff, Lee. Now, if anybody listening to this thinks, right, I need to get hold of Lee because I need some help and uh, I want to talk more about her online coaching course. How do they do that? Please do. Um, so I've got a website that's finally up and running now. Please for that. And it's Lee Ann Cooper. So it's my full name, Lee Ann Cooper.com. And I spell Lee L E I G H. And then it's A double N E. So it's Lee Ann Cooper.com. Um, also, you can, I'm on most of the social media platforms. You can type that into Facebook, either add me as a friend or I've got my own page. I'm on Instagram. Sorry. Let me just. How embarrassing. Um, and Ricky Dog. Yeah, Instagram. I'm on Twitter, although I must say I'm not really quite sure what I'm doing with Twitter at the moment. But Facebook, Instagram, or my, my website. Great stuff. And, um, and, and in my research for today's show, I noticed you've got some, you've got some uh, you know, sort of motivational videos on, uh, on Facebook, I saw. So that sounds all good. Thank you. Yeah, I love, I love doing that. And I'm going to be doing a regular thing of that on a every morning, some morning motivation to get people kind of think differently and make okay. these small little changes. <laughs> now, talking to small changes, but if there's one thing you could say to our listeners to go away and make a difference to the, you know, to their, their view about nutrition and things like that. So what would it be Lee for, you know, as the final takeaway for this episode? I would say, talking background, I would say the, the biggest thing is mindset. I mean, if we're making it run specific, uh, I don't know if you remember Roger Bannister who actually uh, managed to beat the, the four minute mile. And uh, if we go back to that day and, and time when he did that, he actually did that by training his mindset. So visually in his head, he was thinking about breaking that, that four minute. And so I think with anything, it starts with mindset. And uh, I would say getting form of, I hate using the word spiritual, but some form of practice where before you go for a run, you're you're really visualizing you know that successful run feeling good maybe you're you're starting to visualize finishing uh, doing a, a route that you normally go and you you want to shorten the time you want to get faster so starting to have some sort of practice whether it's a guided meditation or your own 10 minutes of just focusing on your breath and really visualizing what it is that you you want to um pull into your life what it is that you want to manifest i guess is what i'm trying to say Cool. Great stuff. Well, listen, it's been great having you on the show. Fantastic. So thank you very much for sharing all your expertise and insight. And, um, and, I, and I wish you every success with the growth of your, of your business. And maybe you can come back on the show in, 
in, you know, sometime next year and tell us how maybe, you're getting on. Maybe next time I'll put the dog in the <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is what virtual interviews are all around. You know, you never know what's going to happen next or turn up next. So oh, uh, anyway, Lee, great to have you on the show. Thank, Thank you. you very much. So Thanks there we again. go. <laughs> That was, uh, that, was, that was Lee Cooper on the show, ladies and gentlemen. So um, enjoy the show. And if you do like the show, then please do leave a review. And everything Lee mentioned about her website and all that, I'll put in the show notes so you can find all that there. And yeah, there'll be another episode coming out very soon. So thanks for listening.